You are tuning into Hello to our amazing listeners out there. We are once again unmuted and it is relieving and such a comfort to me that we are back here again with a new month. Like I still remember from our last episode with Sir Danny, all the NFTs and cryptocurrency that we discussed. And one thing he left us with is to like as a youth we have to generate income and before we actually invest in NFTs because you know it involves high risk. So if you want to learn more about that, go check out our previous episode at our Facebook page, YouTube account, or on Spotify. Um, so going back, can't you guys believe that it's already April and we have finished our midterms this semester? And it's now, we are on our way to finals before we embark ourselves to another chapter, especially us, the grade 12 students here. Like we're transitioning to like a new environment, which is very frightening and scary. It's frightening, but exciting at the same time. Reese and Ralpha, are you like excited? How how do you feel about time going so fast? Because I myself can't believe that it's already April. I do agree. It <laughs> does feel like April already with how fast the time is moving, you know? Like, I still can't believe. Can you guys believe we're already graduating already in a few months? Like, no. just in a few months, we're already done with high school itself. I what about you, Reese? Can you believe it? Honestly, it hasn't really hit me yet because in my head, Everything that happened during the pandemic wasn't valid. In my head, I'm still 50 and I'm still 60 and nothing. None of that happened. Senior high school didn't happen. And now that it's actually happening and now that we're actually going down that route, like honestly, I don't know what to feel yet. It's a completely different experience. If you told me two years from back um, then, I would be in front of a screen probably for graduation, hoping I don't actually have online grad. Um, I probably would have slapped you in the face because there is no way in hell I'm going to stay in front of a camera for two years. But yep, look where we are right now. I even have my like, own Yeah, who would have thought, right? Who would have thought we would spend our last two, uh, last two years of high school in this camera in an online setup? Yeah, and same sentiments. It feels so real to me. So for the listeners out there, before we actually open this episode, I hope that april this month has entered good for you or if it wasn't the start you were expecting don't know that it will get better anyway our another episode which means another star is being shared here at enter and unmuted right guys yes i wonder who's our guest for for this episode all right i'll take that as my cue to take over so for this episode as much as i as much as i hate not hate as much as I'm really embarrassed to say this. I guess I am the uh, particularly the most excited about this episode, and I say that with a genuine heart. Like I'm genuinely saying this. My hands are really clammy. This is the like clammiest it's ever been since we built an episode. Um, because today's guest is someone who shares um very few, not few, a lot of um characteristics with me. So, well, not only is she a great singer, like me. <laughs> <laughs> don't 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 you guys comment about this like next episode? We'll we let you have your moment. We we'll let you have your moment now. Yes, Reese. That was so embarrassing. Oh my god, no, that went way better in my head. But she also shares the same name with me. So on behalf of Endergon Unmuted, I am more than ecstatic to welcome today's guest, an icon in the Filipino indie scene and one of my favorite singers, Miss Reese Lansangan. 
Hi, hi everyone. Thank you so much, Reese, for the introduction. And I feel so confused whenever people address you because I feel like I should answer, but no, it's not my 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 turn to speak yet. But thanks for having me today. Um, we are actually glad to have you here on board, Miss Reese. I, for starters, I, I will introduce. I would like to introduce myself. I am Wensi, one of the hosts, and Rafa. Yeah, um, I'm also really stoked for this episode. Um, I'm Rafa. I'm the other host for this podcast, and you probably already met our third host, yeah. the 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 one who really was really enthusiastic and in inviting you here at Android Muted. Right. Yeah, I'm so happy. I'm so happy to be invited. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Um, I, I, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, Miss. So we're really glad to have you on our podcast. So to start us off, we prepared a short icebreaker game for you, and you know, hopefully, mm-hmm. you'll have lots of fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. So our icebreaker is called "Tune It Up." Um, basically, we will read the lyrics of a song without actually singing it. And you will be guessing the title of the song within 10 seconds. So yeah, um. Alam, okay. Disclaimer lang, hindi na ako bagit, so wala ako alam sa mga bagong kanta. But let's okay. see, let's see. Okay, so Reese, the the host Reese will be timekeeping for us, and then she'll be prompting us once the 10 seconds are up. Okay, so. Are you ready, Miss Reese? Are you guys ready? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so we wait, we have a sample round first. This is the sample round first, so you can get the hang of it, Miss Reese. So, okay, the first set of lyrics is: There's something about her hand holding mine. It's a feeling that's fine, and I just gotta say, she's really got a magical spell. The time oh. starts now. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. Oh my god. <laughs> Lots of this Rafa's actually talking about. It's okay, Rafa. Yeah, Ra- Rafa. Is that is that what emotions are feeling? What's the answer? The answer. Don't worry, don't worry, Miss. This is just the sample round. I'm sure you'll get the other questions, but the answer is "Love Grows" by Edison Lighthouse. Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Oh my gosh. You know what? I've I've downloaded this song when I was maybe your age, um, and it was in my like click wheel iPod. And somehow I saw the resurgence of it on TikTok, online and stuff, right? But I keep hearing just the chorus, and I don't know. I never paid attention to the lyrics. So thank you for letting me know that that's the song. How how like I feel like the rest of the the game is gonna end up like this. But let's see, let's see. I hope I can get at least one one song, one answer. I'm sure, Miss. Um, you will get the next um that we prepared for you. The lyrics, okay. Yeah. Okay, for the actual round, are you guys ready? My fellow hosts. Yes. Okay. For the first one that we have here with us is, it's a it's a Tagalog song. It's a recent song by a famous Filipino um, artist. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's um, when you hear them, it's very comforting to hear. Uh, personally, I I lo- okay. Enough of that sentiments. Share. I will be sharing the lyrics now. Pag nilahad ang damdamin, sana di magbago ang pagtingin. Aminin ang mga lihim, sana di magbago ang pagtingin. Sorry, my sister. Okay, just enter the frame. Okay, um, pagtingin, wait, wait, wait. Yes, miss. Woo! See, miss, you got the first round. Okay, congratulations wow. for getting wow. that. 
That's the one. Yes. Okay, okay. Best you, you'll probably get this one too. Um, this is a very nostalgic song, if I could say so myself. Okay, so I must start with. I must share the lyrics. Cut me down, but it's you who'll have further to fall. Ghost town and haunted love. Sticks and stones may break my bones. Talking loud, not saying much. Oh my god, I know this. Oh my Jeez. god. <laughs> it's a really close song. The timer here. starts now. Okay. Let's go, miss. Let's go. Four, three, two, oh and. God. Why am I blanking? But I know, I know it. I know the lyrics. I know what they're talking about. Can you, can you say more? Okay, lang kahit like di na counted, but I just, I just wanna. Uh, Get it? You're gonna twill ricochet. Oh yeah, I'll take it. Ooh, singer Rafa! Ooh, the host of singer Rafa. I never knew. That was a nice guess, Miss Um Miss Reese. Now for the next question, I mean for the next lyrics that we have here, I feel like it's really it's very familiar to us Filipinos. Okay, so here it goes, pyramid. We build this on a solid rock. It feels just like <laughs> pyramid. Jerry's pentenko, one of the best. Yes, Filipino, buhay. <laughs> okay. It's an old song. I haven't heard this song in so long. Oh my god. Yeah, it gives like 2008 feels. 2008 feels are like 2011. Sample when. No. 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 Our viewers won't. No. No. Okay. Okay, 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 so we can move on to the next. That was pretty fast. That was pretty fast last. Okay, so for this next one, okay, this is personally um one of uh, my favorite songs. Not gonna lie, but um, let me let me just share really? it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Um, okay, I, I'll say the lyrics for Miss Lisa. He said, "Let's get out of this town, drive out of the city, uh, away from Taylor the Swift. Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, dreams." Yes, yes, Miss. Got it right. <laughs> okay, the last one. I think we can proceed to the last lyrics that we have prepared for today. Our last, last lyrics for this icebreaker. So, the last r- lyrics goes as, "Back in my dreams, just like old things do." We just said it. Yes. <laughs> okay. Nice. Uh, Okay, uh, I think, and that ends our icebreaker for this episode. But before we proceed to the next part, why don't we hear like a short intermission from Miss Reese? Like, I'm kind of feeling a bit groovy right now, and I can sense that my fellow hosts wish to hear Miss Reese sing a song for us. Yes. And for our audience, can we can we request Miss Reese to have an intermission? Do you recognize this? There's a spring in my step as I walk through the door Do you know it all? My feet are lighter than before I don't know if you've ever noticed But I've forgotten my breathing since he let me go And now I think I can see with my eyes I'm growing my way so I could fly
That was a wonderful and lovely intermission number from Miss Reese. Um, uh, now, trans- now, going to our main talk, Miss Reese, um, we would like to ask you if there's like any mem- if there are memorable experiences in your school life that you would never forget, like your friends, your achievements, any terror teachers, best memories that you would like to share with us and the audience that we have here listening. In high school specifically, or any school experience? In, in school, school in general, miss. Okay, so I think this the the years that I enjoyed the most would be college. Uh, I know this might be uh, premature for some of the listeners, but college is where I got the most freedom, where I met so many friends i actually studied in an exclusive school for girls in high in grade school and high school so i didn't know how to interact with people of the opposite sex i didn't really know that they were also normal like guys were also normal people i thought you were supposed to talk to them in a special way uh so that's how i learned to navigate the world i think and um i i got to choose my major so that that helped a lot in making my studies interesting. My major was fine arts, so I got to work on a lot of um, art research and um, all of our readings were art related for our art majors. So I I really enjoyed that. I think the most um, the most uh, the the best thing that I cherish about college is my organizations, especially. Ateneo Musician School. So I guess that's like the equivalent of a club in high school. It's where I can be friends with people who are different batches, uh, of different batches. And I can share my talent and I can contribute contribute meaningfully. And where I got mo- uh, most of my initial experience from performing was through app. So that's how I developed my talent. Uh, you know, hearing you share all these myths makes me realize, you know, how much I really miss face-to-face classes even more and how much I should mm-hmm. really be looking forward to my college life. So you miss you miss school. I mean, you miss face-to-face and stuff. And yes, super man. miss. After the pandemic, like one of my plot twists in life was uh, being a transferee here at Andron Colleges. In, in in the middle of the semester of my senior high school, it was like it was a very life changing decision because I have to make like I had to make like adjustments when it comes to like the time difference. I had like a it's like a five hour time difference here between the Philippines and where I am currently at. But despite that, I was able to manage the things my my school yeah. and my extracurricular. You know, I'm hearing all of these makes me miss the days of face to face classes even more. So I really hope we get to go back for college because, you know, the way Miss is describing her college life, like those are her best years. You know, hopefully we can all experience that. And hopefully I could experience it with you guys here. You know. Same here, Same here Rafa. Manifest, manifested, manifest the face-to-face classes. Claiming, claiming the universe. Claim it. Claim it and slay it. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I was way up in my thoughts. Since Rafa was already bringing up class, and as Mr. Sansan has mentioned, she was talking about college life, I just want to ask, what kind of student were you? Um, were you a type of student? Like, were you a stereotypical type of student? Or um, how would you describe the kind of person you were when you were attending 
class or when you were in campus? In high school, I was a writer, not really a songwriter. I just like writing compositions and my essays would be like placed in the bulletin board and people thought that, oh, she's a writer. Um, I was shy. I was shy to get on stage, especially um, by myself. I didn't perform. I didn't sing by myself. I would just sing in group situations and would sing in a choir or I'd play guitar for the choir, but not really perform live on my own because I hated performing. I got so nervous. And yeah, that was the kind of student I was. I wasn't, I never failed any class. I never got a line of seven, but I sucked at math. That was the sub that I really had a difficult time with. I would get classmates who were good at math to teach me math over the phone, and we would solve all all the problems over the phone, landline, because that was the means of communicating. We didn't really have like chatting and stuff. And it's very difficult to connect to the internet. You know, you have to dial, you know, you dial up connection, you have to find a way to get a secure connection. And then when somebody calls the phone, it's game over. You get like the internet has to be reconnected again. So those kind of different time. Yeah. So I, I wasn't, I wasn't particularly like an achiever. I didn't um, care so much about about being the best because there's so many better people out there. But I just, yeah, I guess I just enjoyed and hope that I wouldn't fail any. Um, Miss, oh, sorry, Grandpa. Wait, sorry, I just follow up. Um, I hope you don't mind by asking, but I just can't seem to reconcile the you before and the you you're de- mm-hmm. the you before that you were describing and the you now, like yeah. especially with the shyness. Um, I yeah, just yeah, asking, yeah. What what happened in between? Like, how did you come out of your shell? I really like uh music, and I grew to. Um, I grew to like the idea of performing when I started watching YouTube. Like this was on like this was during the early days of YouTube, two thousand six or seven. I discovered this punk singer songwriter who was just recording through her webcam, and she was singing an original song. And then I said, "Hey, I, I can sing guitar. I write stuff. Maybe I can try writing a song." And I got obsessed with the idea of writing songs because I thought previously that only only like men, only people in bands can write songs and can perform them. But then I see this girl who's just almost my age on a webcam doing the same thing. So I was like, maybe I can do that too. And the the love for music kind of outweighed my shyness and and somehow I tried to when I got into when I got into college, I tried to join a music org because I felt like that was the time to uh, to step out of my comfort zone and to stop being so timid about performing. But even even when I got into the the music org in Ateneo, I didn't I wasn't active because I didn't I still got stage fright. I still hated the fact that I have to perform and possibly embarrass myself and all of that. 
And then as time went on and I had to perform for for stages, I had to acclimate and I got used to it. And yun na, ito na, ito na ako. <laughs> performer na say Rafa's question is way more interesting than my question. Um, but this is actually something I'm also really curious about. Mm-hmm. Um, you said that in high school in particular, you weren't um, exactly an overachiever and you weren't someone who really wanted to, I guess, lack of a better term because I really can't seem to phrase it properly or in a better way to make it sound even better. Um, you didn't really um, think of like going above and beyond. Um, during that time, did you have like a certain mindset on success, or did you just really think just get through high school, then go to college? Like, is there a specific? Um, did you have rather a specific perception on success? I feel like I, as long as I didn't get low low grades, parang feeling ko eighty three mababa yon. Um. So as long as I stay above that, then I can I can be fine. I can relax. Um, other than that, yeah, I was just enjoying my time. Uh, and as much as I can enjoy high school, because I think that high school is, I don't I don't look at it with much fondness. I don't I don't also look at it with sadness. You know, it's very, it is what it was. That that it was very rules bound as any private school would be. It was very um strict. There are a lot of things that once you get to college, you didn't realize you you just followed all of these rules because they were laid out for you. But like for example, haircut length or you can't color your hair. You can't wear too fancy accessories. Um. You can't, the sock length is an issue. The hemline of the skirt is also an issue. There's so many things that when you get to college, you didn't, you, you, but you, you didn't think that it was a big deal when you were in high school because you were just following the rules. But when you get to college, then pala parang, like anything goes. Siyempre may rules pa rin, pero mostly you have your, your freedom and you don't have to stand up when you're reciting for class. Like simple things like that. Uh, yeah, I I didn't like I never dreamed of oh I'll I'll be the valedictorian of my batch because I knew that it wasn't doable for me and I was happy enough that I had friends and I wasn't miserable. Uh that was that was that was fine for me. And and college was way more fun. Uh I think that I also didn't care about excelling too much, but I uh was dean's sister for a for some semesters and then voila like I don't, I don't know I just didn't really I didn't really care too much basta hindi ako bumagsak basta hindi ako medyo mababa yung grades okay na yun uh, and I just enjoy the environment and my freedom yeah you know miss hearing you speak right now you seem Harper, is very relatable but if I may ask um what were the common difficulties you encountered as a student? Like, you know, there's so much challenges that we face, you know, in terms of the workload, the fear of failing. Like, how have you ever experienced any of these when you were a student? Yeah, I sucked at math. Yun, yun problem ko. I really sucked at math that even though I pay attention, my head just can't understand what's going on. And 
it became frustrating for me because it wasn't a lack of effort, but it was just that it was difficult for me or it wasn't uh, my brain didn't didn't work when I'm and when I encounter math problems. And that was annoying because even though I I wanna try or ex uh, or exert some effort, it's yeah, it's difficult. I feel like I'm going against the gravity. Um, I, what else? Uh, failure, failure was, was something that I guess everybody feared in a way because it's ingrained in us that if we fail, we're not good or we won't be successful. And that's something that I believed for a long time when it comes to grades. That's why I didn't want to, uh, I didn't want like pag may 83 na ako kinakabahan na ako kasi wala ang sobrang bababa na siya sa book ko and i feel like that's close to fail failing and i feared failure without really understanding what it would feel like if i really did fail or what would happen if i failed if you stretch your imagination what would really happen if you failed and maybe you repeat a class maybe you repeat a year or maybe you get remedial classes but it's not the end of the world honestly your your world is so small when you're in high school and you feel like everything that's happening now is would be the death of you and you're not being exaggerated when you think of that because that's your world and it's very insular and very intense like everything that you're feeling is very intense but when you when you get out of that you'll really look at high school as something so um as a very special, very um, about yeah, a very special time in your life that's not as much a big deal as you thought it would be. Like for example, getting good grades in high school is great for college and all, but it's not everything. When you apply for a job, what what matters is you have a college diploma and you have a high school diploma. They won't look at your transcript. They won't look at your transcript from high school. They won't. They won't know whatever club you you know you joined or whatever, uh, how 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 much you volunteered for certain, um, with certain I don't know what cost, uh, in high school it would just matter that you have a college diploma you have, um, somehow like good recommendations, and you don't even right now in the in our landscape you don't even have to apply for jobs if you don't want to you can start your own business you can. Um, you can be a, a musician like me and never had to apply for any job, you know. There's so many paths that you can take now and stressing yourself out too much, especially in high school, I feel is, is um, I feel like if you can avoid that, then better because I don't want you guys to expend so much energy on, on the, the fear of failure when it's really not the end of the world. Failure is part of of life. And yeah, the, those are the, I guess the thing that I feared more also was breaking the rules or bending the rules, um, going to the principal's office. I was such a stickler for rules without really understanding why they were placed, why they were there. I just followed them because that was what was expected of me. And I feel like a good student if I followed it, but 
yeah, now you question everything. And now you guys are so much more informed. You guys are, uh, you have so much knowledge and you have the internet to, and to have access to different perspectives and you get to question what is right, what is wrong, why you do things. Uh, so you're so much better off than I was when I was in high school. Miss, I'm just curious. Um, did you know even then that this is what you wanted to do, like you know, pursue your career in music and all? No, because there wasn't there wasn't a path for a girl like me in the music scene if you don't get signed to a label. And even then, I didn't think that I was gonna be a musician because I didn't like performing. I had no idea. On even when I was in college, I had no idea. After I graduated from college, I studied another I, I did a second degree on fashion because I didn't know what to do I thought I would be like an artist exhibiting works and like selling my paintings or selling my artworks because that was what fine arts people were expected to do other than being a graphic designer or starting a design firm before uh we were just left on our own okay graduate balana and and finding those paths were like those paths of starting a design studio or or you know being an independent freelance artist those were very new paths that we were uh, taking a gamble on now there are so many options and you you're already used to people doing freelance even people your age in high school can do freelance but before Wala namang ganong knowledge base. Eh. Yung YouTube, wala pang tutorials about how to do Photoshop. I had to buy a book to learn how to do HTML coding. It's like a thick book. And then for Photoshop, I just had to open the program and click click around to, to know. So there was a lack of a lack of resources during my time and it was all experimental so I really had no idea that being a musician was a path for me that's possible for me and there was also no money in music if you're not signed to a label or if you don't get a record deal because there was no streaming before you just earn money through cd sales and maybe performing live and as a high schooler that was so impossible for me I actually have a follow-up question after Rafa. This came up while you were um, while you answered Rafa's question. So, um, I remember you mentioning that it wouldn't be the death of you if you did fail, happen to fail mm-hmm. a test, or if ever you happen to fail. If you've ever failed a test, uncomfortable, by the way, uh, feel free to tell us. Whenever you did encounter like this failure, what did you feel like? Like, was it? hard was it because me personally speaking this is i guess also a personal question because um me it's not a flex no base this is a flex i don't think i've ever encountered ever i don't think i ever remember going to an 80 line of 80 89 i don't think i've ever gone there yet for high school so the mere thought of even borderline going to the 80s scares me whenever that whenever that did happen to you what did it feel like like was it scary very was normal it... getting a line of eight was very normal 86 okay nice 86 i was 88 nice sobrang okay na siya masaya na ako dun. and my mom didn't expect 
me to have like perfectly line of nine grades, you know, parang wala naman siyang imposed expectations na ito dapat yung grades mo, uh, dapat ganito kataas, which was good because I feel like a lot or a part of the pressure that young people feel comes from parents who expect, at least that's my experience, the way I see my nieces, because I have younger nieces in high school also, they beat themselves up sa 89 or 88. And ako, huh? I don't, what are you saying? That's so high. And the rest of your grades are amazing. Um, and hindi ko gets why it's so devastating for them. Now hearing it from you, nakita ko na it's not so unusual pala to excel so much that when you begin to encroach the territory of the line of eights, parang, oh my god, it's, it's, it, it gets crazy. Uh, have I failed it as well? I failed an oral exam in philosophy in my last year of college. That was my last year of college, but this this class was taught by a senior citizen, very, very old, Naka wheelchair na siya kasi hindi siya makalakad on, on his own. And his only grading metric is 50% midterm oral and 50% final orals. Imagine if you fail your midterm oral, then you fail the class. So, basta, like, that was the first and the last time I got a D in Ateneo. And I thought that my world was going to end because I'm graduate na ho. What are you talking about? Ayoko umulit ang filo. Pero, wala mo nangyari. Nakagraduate naman ako. May diploma naman ako. Uh, it really doesn't matter anymore. Parang yung D na yun, kinikwento ko na lang yun sa mga tao na, uy, naka-D ako sa filo na yan, sa class ni ganito. Uh, ikaw ano nakuha mo. Parang ano na lang siya. Like, it's just like matter of fact. It's just a joke. It's something that I don't even... Yeah, I can't even access the, the anguish that I felt when I got a D because I I soon realized that it didn't matter because I was still going to graduate because it wasn't an F. So, yun. Um, I think that it really seems like the worst thing in the world when you're there. But given time and given more experience, I think that you will gain more perspective on it and you'll learn to let go of being very hard on yourself when you don't get the results that you want. It's very admirable to to excel well in school. But but I I don't know. I, I feel like because your your world is this, it's school and home, I can't tell you to not care, right? Because this is what you do. And so I think just maybe if anything, you trust the grown-up me saying to you that, yes, it's a big deal, but it's not the biggest, biggest deal. I promise. Like you can feel bad about it. That's fine. Um, but just quickly move on and, and, and move forward because there's so much ahead of you. There's so much of life ahead of you. And being getting yourself down with like one grade that you you didn't meet or something would just um, affect the future you that's waiting that's you know excited to meet you in your future so hopefully you can just trust that and 
and just my words that it's going to be fine. It's really going to be fine. Failure is a great, it's normal and that it's not the end of the world. But um, those thoughts that we get from ourselves, how do we, can you like share with us some techniques in managing negative thoughts or feelings? But at the same time, we validate them because at some point we would be like, um, I don't know if you guys experienced this. Like sometimes you you would say to yourself, "Oh, I think she's having a hard time." But even even though I'm having a hard time, I feel like she, her situation is more harder than what I am. It's like comparing your situation with other people, even though we shouldn't be comparing ourselves because ourselves with other situations because it's different. And how do we how with that said, how do we validate our feelings and manage those thoughts or feelings that arise and within us? I think if you're having negative thoughts, it's it's good to have the self-awareness that you are having or you are experiencing these thoughts. And you don't have to answer this right, but you can ask yourself why why this emotion is being triggered um, within you. Why why are grades? Why do you think grades are important? What what mindset was instilled in you? Maybe if there's like a mindset that was instilled in you in childhood or through me- through social media or even TV or what that made you think that grades are super, super, super important. And they are, they are. I'm really not saying that it's not. But just to um, remap the, like how you got to this way of thinking might be helpful because Sometimes we just stop at the feeling that we're feeling pressured, we're feeling so stressed, but we cannot reverse and 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 ask ourselves why we're feeling that or why these feelings are being felt or if there's any past experience that's tied to these feelings that are being triggered right now. I think that's helpful. And then um, in terms of comparing yourself to others, that's so normal. I think that's something that I like we all are guilty of. We can't really help but compare because we're seeing other people and we're experiencing life with other people. And we're also on social media where we see versions of different people that that we interact with and we see their lives or we see how they live their lives or we see how how they perform uh, in school or in like a different setting. And we make assumptions about, I don't know, they're, they, we make assumptions about them. And I I think we can start with really, yeah, you, you're right, validating your feelings because whatever you're feeling, whatever that the cause of those feelings are, they're real and they exist already. So it's not something that you're imagining. And you can't blame yourself for feeling a certain type of way because there's a reason for that and you have to acknowledge that the feelings are real your thoughts are real and even though objectively you're comparing um your classmates difficulty from yours and you feel like your your difficulty is like less heavy than your classmates it doesn't matter because you have different worlds you have different experiences and different circumstances your difficulty is your difficulty and there's there's no use in putting it against a barometer or a ruler or a yardstick uh, stuff like that you just really have to acknowledge that you're all going through something and it's difficult and you you can 
Siguro, um, one thing that helps me is journaling. I ask myself questions all the time. Why I'm feeling this way? Uh, is there a, like what what am I learning about myself? What am I learning about other people? Um, did I do my best? Uh, where can I do better? I think it helps me process because other otherwise, if I don't write about it, all the thoughts will just get stuck in my head, and uh, voila lang. Like I I just end up feeling bad in general. And it also helps me if I discuss things with other people, people I trust, not necessarily everybody, but if I, if my sister, if your sister or your sibling is somebody you trust, then you could share that with them. Or if your peers are somebody you trust, at least para kayo na pinagdadaanan, para kayo ng timeline and maintindihan niyo yun. But my tip is to really not invalidate what you're feeling and to recognize that those are real and that you just have to really go through all of these things and you come out the wiser for it, especially if you seek wisdom or advice from people who have gone through it before or people who are going through it in the moment. I think when it comes to social media, people only show the best parts of their life and that's when we start comparing ourselves because we don't realize that that's actually just a part of their life. Like, we don't see the miseries behind those re- um fantasies that they post on social media right because that's how i feel that's why i try to lessen my time uh put myself on social media because i always i mean i tend to end up comparing myself because of the posts that i see is it just me i feel like my co-host and my fellow hosts here have something else to add and say well, you know, um, can I just say, you know, I really relate to like what you and what Miss Reese have said, like, you know, with all the outside influence, you know, not just from our surroundings, but, you know, one thing that I really like to practice that really like helps me in situations like these is that I don't really uh, favor hinging my success on others. Like, you know, as far as I'm concerned, um, I'm just competing with myself. And if you can say that you're a better person you are today than you were yesterday that should already be like a win for you that should already be a w so you know i just wanted to share that is there um do you do you guys do you feel the same also about that uh yes your biggest competitor is yourself amen can i get an amen for that amen all right sorry (laughs) honestly um what wensi said there is also a reason why i don't usually put myself out in social media i guess i only started doing that recently definitely i also have the tendency to compare myself to other people especially since my family my family wow in general almost everyone here is academically and extracurricular wise they are very competitive um, most if not all we have students from pisai we have people who have graduated as valedictorian we have people who've gone gotten scholarships abroad right now they're in the u.s and i guess it is really pressuring whenever my mom would or my family in general would say oh reese have you seen this reese have you seen their post have you seen this even if it isn't their intention to know to you know rather um make you feel lack of a better term feel bad about yourself it just comes out naturally because everyone, if not all people, most if not all people tend to compare themselves to other people. But, you know, everyone has their own coping mechanisms. For me, that's straying away from social media. Right now, I have come to terms with, like, 
my own achievements and I'm very happy for myself. So that's that. And actually, before I transition to the next question, which is supposed to be the last question, I actually have another question that came up while Rafa was actually asking the third question. I think that was the third question. Uh, you mentioned that music was an unconventional career. Right now, there are a lot more options. However, I, it is still hard to deny the fact that there are people who still want to gun for law. The big three, law, engineering, <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, doctor, nursing, med. So mm-hmm. it, it is, it's still existing. Like, it's not as rampant as it was last like from before or from your time or from my parents' time, but is still there. So some people still want to um, go for a more practical choice, which is, again, the big three. Um, my question is, what advice would you give the people who want to pursue more unconventional careers, especially when their parents or maybe just their environment, they're really more inclined to go a certain uh, route mm. or a route yeah um Mm-mm. so yeah that's my question okay yeah you're okay. right those those traditional quote-unquote traditional um career paths won't ever disappear because if they disappear then we would also suffer because we need we need skilled professionals we need um lawyers we need we need engineers we need doctors and all of these people but for for those younger people who want to pursue something unconventional like my my like by being a musician or being an artist or being like a freelance designer or anything i think my advice really is for the parents you have to trust your kids you have to trust you have to trust us that we know what's up that we know the landscape or we have an idea of what's out there and what kind of what kind of careers thrive in an online space because they have to recognize that we come from different generations and whatever was true for them before they're not they're not true anymore or they not everything is still true now and they really have to put faith in in their kids and their children and in the capabilities of their children that if they choose something unconventional, they just really need support and they need unconditional love, um, and and you know wisdom because we won't deny that parents are also wise and they know a thing or two about life and making a living because obviously they lived they've lived so much and so um, and have raised us already so they can offer their wisdom and we can choose to listen and and res- or respectfully listen and and let that dictate our life however we want it to another <laughs> yeah they they just really have to to support us i think that's all we need is just to not feel bad about our choices to feel secure about uh, the decisions that we make and to to realize that even if we fail or even if we end up hating the job that we wanted for so long, then they're still going to be there to help us try again or to support us in our search for the next job. Um, that really would be the best way to go about it, I think, because if you force force someone 
into something that they're not 100% in it or hindi nila like that it's not their like it doesn't light their soul up or something then it would just be a very miserable path where it's going to be it might be rewarding financially or it might it might um it might support the family and if that's an immediate need then there's no discounting that uh, but but if you are able to if if you are in a position that you're able to pursue a dream of yours that may not be at the traditional path then hopefully parents can support and trust that and ayun sana they can get into a dialogue with us with their children and find out why we like um or what what interested us in this career path or why we want to get into this who what um who are the people that we look up to online or in real life that model that that is in the same is in the same line of work or who can be models for what kind of life we want to live then maybe they can get into um a place of understanding and empathy and that's really what's most important i think the support and the unconditional love from our parents or our or the people who are important in our lives i think i speak for a lot of people when i say this definitely resonated with um those who really want to pursue um jobs that really are traditional um definitely agree that it's not only the children who play a part when it comes to situations like this um the parents or the guardians or the family in general also have to work with them it takes two to tango as they say so that's mm-hmm. definitely something i hope happens more in the future especially since we are evolving constantly evolving change is going to happen and things are definitely going to change again in the future it may not be like future generations may not face the same things that we face today and i hope that people take into consideration these new opportunities that although yeah. are very unfamiliar to some people sometimes it's really best to take a gamble and venture into the unknown <laughs> reason yeah, exactly exactly there's so many different opportunities that crop up because of technological advancements or just 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 because we're growing constantly and our parents might not know that okay case case in point uh there are a lot of okay as a k-pop fan i see a lot of k-pop resellers of merchandise or albums or even fan-made um fan-made items and parents might think that that's such a volatile i don't know venture business venture but you're I guess you we all have to realize that we're not or we don't have to be chained to what we do um we can try something out and we can we can succeed or fail whatever our terms of success are and and try again and move on and and, and do something else uh as long as we can afford it and that we're we're in a position where we can experiment and even better even better when we we're, we're in that position right that uh, we have more room to to play and to explore what's out there for us so 
what we might enjoy. Definitely. The viewers out there, please also remember that a lot of factors play into this situation. There's financial factor, the um, the ability of whether you're well, willing to do this. So we don't speak for everyone. This is definitely a case-by-case thing. It depends yeah. on the person. Definitely. Do Wensi and Rafa have anything to add before I wrap up with the last question? Mm, no. um, not for me at the moment. The same here. And the last question, I think, also this goes for not even just students. I think this is for everyone out there. Do you have any advice you can give to students who struggle finding their self-worth beyond their grades and achievements to be more specific? Um, how they can detach their self-worth from tangible things and how they can stop putting their self-worth um, worth on the table for people to take? So That's such a difficult question. So deep. Um, I'm gonna try to to just speak from my heart and say that minding mm-hmm. grades and caring about grades is very admirable because it means that you care about excellence and you care about um, uh, just just you know uh, make it enriching yourself in in acquiring knowledge and grades are the numerical uh, equivalent of that kind of achievement. And it marks whether or not you've done your job, quote unquote. But but I, I really want to highlight the importance of just having a proper balance in your life and making sure that you can enjoy being your age. How, how old are you guys, like 17, 16? 18 like that you can still enjoy being a teenager and being a teenager does not just have to mean being in school there's so much more that that you can do uh, outside of school being a good friend being a good daughter or a good son uh, enjoying your leisure time and enjoying technology playing games reading books um, watching TV, all of these things that may seem like distractions really enrich our minds and our hearts and it it widens our worldview and it adds to uh, our perspective and and ultimately it helps us decide what we want to be in the future, where we want to go. Uh, if we listen to an inspiring piece of music, we might be we might be inspired to become a songwriter or become a producer, or even if not in that scale, we might just uh, we might just feel uplifted, and that in itself is such a meaningful meaningful thing in a time where we feel disconnected because we're still not back in school, we're still not interacting face to face with our classmates. We shouldn't. Um, we shouldn't undervalue the the things that may seem like they're not um, academic, like hobbies being a holistic, you know, forming forming all of sorry, getting into all of these things um, help you become the person that you are. So I I definitely recommend 
getting into whatever hobbies that you you are into falling into them well and making sure that you are balancing those uh, things that you do for fun with things that you do for work being a person is so much more than just being in school especially yeah in your age and you'll never get this back like being a teenager being this young being so full of promise and so full full of um ideas you'll never get it back so i hope that you can enjoy it to the fullest and and just savor your youth and all the time that's ahead of you you and sana 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 that's that can help in not not making you guys focus too much on whatever grades you're getting that even though you're doing great in school that you can also do other things and 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 just celebrate your being a person being a teenager that was a really great way to end the main talk or the main session of this episode especially when you said just to celebrate um you being a person especially as kids we're barely 18 guys like or not 18 some people here are definitely 16 17 <laughs> in their yes um we have our whole life ahead of us we're not even we're like barely there yet there's still our 20s 30s 40s 50s 70s how long you um will be living and i think people need to remember that Academic life is just a very tiny portion of what you're doing. Extracurriculars on your transcripts, on your resumes. It's just going to be, you're gonna, one day, I know one day, you're going to look back and say, oh my gosh, you know, I remember doing this. Oh my gosh, you know, this is what we did. And sometimes the grades, the tests you fail, the extracurriculars you've bombed, the, don't, don't always bomb your extracurriculars if it's in- intentional, guys. Um, always do your best, by the way. Um, but the small things that you've dubbed as a failure in this part of your life one day you're gonna look back tell someone a story about it and it's not gonna be as significant as you think it was um anymore and i hope everyone here remembers that you're not defined by numbers you're not defined by likes love you can't even measure love who said you can measure love with a ruler get out of here because the things that you will enjoy in life are not measurable. I mean, most of them at least. So just remember, guys, we have our whole life ahead of us. While it is important to study hard, it's important to get those CVs filled up for college and for your your job, for your LinkedIn's. It's just a part of your life. There's still so much there, so much more there, so much more things ahead of you. So yeah, and I, I also think that it's it's good that like I guess the marker of of feeling like you've accomplished something good is if you're taking care of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Uh, if you are nourished in those aspects and and you you are doing your best to to fill to fill yourself up in those aspects, then you're you're gonna be fine. And and mental health is very much tied to pressure and the pressure that you put on yourself and the pressure that other people put on you. So I hope that you you don't allow too much negativity to 
to break your spirit and just keep keep going because the like protecting protect, protecting yourself is the most most important thing that you can do as a person and even if like i guess last night even if you look at likes and even if you look at numbers it doesn't mean that you're wrong it doesn't mean that you are doing it completely wrong it's so natural to do that because these are things that people created to quantify things and to to evaluate performance but yeah i know that it's just a part of what you do and that you can you can look past whatever those numbers mean and and define the meaning of success for yourself and even if you see so many examples on social media you can go back to yourself and go back to your personal goals and go back to your definition of happiness and contentment and and see if you're aligned with yourself and you know, just 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 help yourself get to where you want to be Amen. You know, I really agree with everything that's been mentioned, like by Reese, by Miss, Reese, by both Reeses, actually. You know, um, it's Reese and Reese. Yeah. Um, with that, um, I just like to personally say thank you, Miss, for taking the time to share with us your experience. Like, I must say, coming into this episode, I didn't expect someone like you to be so relatable to us. Like the insights you've shared with us really hit too close to home. Especially when you said that, oh, uh, you didn't have it all figured out, because you know, right now, you know, I too am at a crossroad on what course I want to take next year and like what career path I really want to pursue yeah. in the future. So, hearing that someone as successful as you was once in my shoes, you know, makes me feel very hopeful for what's to come. Yeah, I really appreciate it so much. Um, thank you, thank you so much again, Miss Reese. Thank you so much, Miss yeah. Reese. And by the way, out. you guys can you guys can shift. If you don't like your yes. the course that you choose, you can always shift and you can always move. You can always change your mind. That's what it's for. That's what shifting is for. So don't get too like bogged down if you feel like you haven't nailed the right course for you yet. There's no real test. Um, online to determine what feels right you just really have to experience it take a gamble depending on like what your interests are and what your inclinations are and maybe what your parents think and and experience it and if if you don't like it then you can always change your mind and you don't have to crucify yourself if you're miserable you don't have to stay there and be sad like it's okay like every everyone changes their mind Yes, there's always other ways to find other um, paths. Yes, thank you again, Miss Reese, all for spending your thank afternoon you. with us. Thank you so much, thank Miss you Reese. So much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And so that episode was really inspiring I, I think it left me very with very comforting and inspiring words and if there's one thing we'd like to our viewers with it would be stepping stepping out of your comfort zone step out of your comfort zone and then one day you will look back to your previous circumstances and see how far you have come and which would make you feel proud of yourself and further we all have our fortes or something we're good at and sometimes what's in front of you like your passion is actually what is meant for you you know that choosing something choosing a path 
choose a path that brings fulfillment and contentment. And also, can we talk about the fear of uh, the fears of unknown, such as the fear of failure? I think normal is an understatement because um, even though like life, life is we we all know that life is full of constant changes, and even though the road is uncertain of us, we should always vent. We should try our best, do our best to venture into different activities, different. Um, to the unknown because you know different doors open opportunities and also given the time and experience you will learn you will grow wiser and you will loosen up and that is why the title of the episode is you beyond the numbers and with that to follow us on social media at enderon.unmuted and ink enderon on instagram and on facebook If there's anything you would like us to talk about feel free once again to reach out by sending us a message Unfortunately, we are now muting again. Thank you for tuning in with us and see you all in our next episode. Unmuted. We're now muting. Sorry. <laughs>